You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello and welcome to Everyday Decisions. I'm your host, Joe Firestone. This is a podcast where I talk to people about the last 24 hours of their day to figure out how they do what they do. Today, my guest is Tariq Trotter. He's MC of The Roots. He's an actor. He's a musician. He's a writer. He's an incredible person, and he's got an incredible life, and it's it's really a joy to hear about it. I hope that you are as inspired as I have been to get a trampoline after hearing this episode. I hope that you are inspired. Anyway, um... Enjoy the episode. Uh, You know I'm recording these from home, uh, so I started the recording late. Yes, I did, and and that's on me. And that's something that you, 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 who knows what we talked about in the first couple minutes. That's something for you to kind of guess. Fan fiction, really cool stuff. Anyways, I hope you're staying safe. Please, please, please wear masks. Uh, If you're if you're curious what what's out there. Uh, Tariq has some really good ideas for for mask wear as well. Uh, enjoy the episode. Could you explain just for the podcast audience what you are wearing right now? Black Panther, like the mask that the Black Panther wears. Mm-hmm. The hero, of the Black Panther. Okay, so uh, okay, so and th- this is uh, after the Black Panther transforms into Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this is not uh, T'Challa. Right, 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 right. This I've just c- been caught up on all Marvel movies, so I'm very familiar with what you look like right now. Right. I mean, I could just as easily be wearing a Chadwick Boseman mask, but <laughs> you know, I decided to go with this guy. Okay, so 3 o'clock yesterday, you are on a, sh- uh, on a shoot, or how do shoots work? Well, the, sh- shoot, the shoot was actually at 4 p.m. Okay. So I was preparing for it. I was like... You know, trying on clothes, you know, saying yay or nay, but mostly nay to mm-hmm. stuff that they had sent me. And, um, you know, making sure my cape was uh, fit, fit well. And I was um, testing out some jewelry, like wanting to see if I was going to wear any specific jewelry for the shoot. Can I just, I, I mean, as somebody that doesn't really know a lot about capes, how do you know if a cape fits well? Um, If it doesn't pull... If it's uh, apropos for, uh, you know, one's height. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because, um, I'm, you know, I'm not a tall guy. I'm like 5'9", 5'10", on a good day, oh, on a fair no. Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, I don't want my cape, yeah, I don't want my yeah. cape dragging on the ground. You know, it has to be, it has to lay, as they say. Or, you know, sometimes we say, oh, that outfit is sticking. It has to stick. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Okay, so you you end up picking the cape and um, jewelry, any jewelry? Yeah, I did. Well, the jewelry, um, I knew it was going to be great. I had like a diamond and pearl uh, sort of lapel pin uh-huh. that I wore in the in the cape. I had a new watch, um, you know, a very nice watch uh-huh. that I was very happy to have. Um, and I tried on some new sort of gold necklaces and stuff and... I decided to go with my old tried and true. I have these uh, two strands of black Tahitian pearl that, uh, you know, it's it's classy, it's minimalist, and uh, I decided to go with that. I, I think I know exactly the pearls you're talking about. I think I've seen you wear them. It might be your signature piece. Yeah, 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 I would say. 
I would say. Yep. So that's what I went with the I went with the Siggy. Okay. <laughs> and then is this like a is this something you like to do? It's like a photo shoot. You're like, yes, I'm excited. Or are you like, no, that's not really. No, totally not excited. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't like photos. I don't like taking pictures. I don't like being filmed. So it, it's odd that yeah. you know, my job is to be on camera every single day of the year <laughs> pretty much. But um, yeah, no, I don't like it. I'm, I'm an introvert. Really? So I'm really? I'm really not into, you know, being being photographed. I think uh, there's something lost in the in the trans in the, you know, like translation. You know what I mean? Like this. I'd, I'd rather you see me and take me in in person than to have to, you know, I, I don't like being reduced to, uh, <laughs> to a photo. Yeah, the 2D, the 2D is not. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a 3D kind of. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, so you take the so you you're prepping for the photo shoot and um and then at four p.m. Do you have to go somewhere or do they come to you? They come to me. It was it was in my backyard. The shoot, so that was that was great. Was, oh, can I, have you been? Uh, have you had a COVID test at all ever? No, not yet. Really? Do you have but any you, symptoms? No, have but you, you could take off uh, the mask if you okay, want. Okay, well let me <laughs> take my mask off. Uh, uh. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> he came back with a hat on. No, the hat was under the oh. it was under the helmet. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So, what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah. So, three o'clock. I was getting ready because the shoot was at four, mm-hmm. and um, it's for uh, you know an upcoming issue of, of Vanity Fair. And I was a little excited to be honest because it's Vanity Fair, you know, yeah. which is such a huge publication and it's like oh wow even though it's not like they're doing a story on me i'm part of uh you know a greater you know story so to speak but um you know it's you know baby steps <laughs> so, and, and you had you i mean you have kids right you have yeah yeah and yeah. are the kids watching this happen or is this normal is this just like normal oh dad's no, taking the, a- yeah the kids are watching it happen my my son and daughter were both out there and uh yeah, it's normal at this point, you know. Like I could, I may as well have been taking a picture for their Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they they come. Okay, so you do the photo shoot, and then uh, how long does that last? Um, it was from about four to I'll say six thirty, six forty-five. Whoa, that's a lot yeah. of photos. A lot, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they didn't just come to to get a quick a Polaroid. It was uh, there. It was it was lots of photos and well. Do you have a go-to pose for your photos, or do they? You try to kind of make it fluid. No, yeah, I uh, I definitely have a have a go-to pose. I try just. I, I think it's like pensive. <laughs> you know, that's what. Yes, that's yes. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I go for usually. Yeah, no, no smiles. Um, you know, if if you want, I only smile when the photographer earns it. You know, I'm not just smiling all willy nilly. Like I don't, you know, you won't get me with say cheese. That's for, <laughs> that's for damn sure. That's the oldest one in the book. Like say cheese. Come on, man. What about in like school pictures? Were you did, were you smiling in school pictures? I really took school pictures. Like uh-huh. yeah, there's there's very few indications that I ever even attended school. <laughs> it's like yeah, I made it, my whole school career from kindergarten through you know the time I went to college there may be three photos and for prom I was uh I was 
for prom, I got kicked out of the prom. So I was lucky to even have taken a prom picture, but that picture exists. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's Googleable. I just, I mean, I guess I have to ask, why'd you get kicked out of the prom? I'd rather not talk about it. I okay. shouldn't. Like, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> for prom, I wore shorts. And this was, you know, in the days when, you know, it was, it was looked at, it was more than frowned upon. It was looked at as if it was, uh, I mean, I don't know, like a, 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 I gave a middle finger to the, the whole institution of, you know, schooling. I mean, I had a shirt and tie mm-hmm. and a jacket and, you know, and but just some shorts. They were nice. They were like, you know, rayon or whatever, like, you know, like silkish. You know, I think I got my whole outfit from, um, I don't know, like uh, not merry-go-round, but a store like comparable to to merry-go-round, you and know? It, and you looked at like your chess, date? I think it was it was from Chess King. Okay. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, it's a popular, you know, 80s, 80s to 90s sort of uh, mall. Every mall in America had a chess king sort of deal. I mean, if you didn't have, if you didn't have a chess king, then you weren't shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my date, she wore the same thing. We we wore the uh, the same thing. What so really? She also had a shirt and tie and a suit jacket and shorts. But you know, it was it was coordinated, and it was I thought it was cool. It was hip. I, I had dreadlocks. I was growing my dreads, and you know, so it was dreads on top, shaved on the side, and I had like a, you know a, a hoop earring. I, I was wearing maybe I had one or two earrings, wow. and um, I also had a nose ring. Like I was, you know, I was that dude. I was different. I was, you know, I was artsy. Yeah. But it just that that was before it was uh, sort of okay to be different. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, the 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 principal of the school, you know, basically gave me like, I don't know what what do you think you're doing, but uh, let me tell you what's about to happen. You're uh, getting the fuck out. And then um, it was a uh, yeah, they like did me the service of you can take your picture real quick, but then continue on your way out the door. So that's uh that's that's my life. That's how my life works. <laughs> Did the date get kicked out too? Yeah, she was. She had the same thing on. She didn't even go to my school, so yeah, she was right with me. Like, why did I agree? The crazy thing is, my date was my girlfriend. My I had an actual girlfriend who happened. She was like the vice president of the school and everything. She was great, but she couldn't attend the prom because she had to go to like a recital for her daughter. <laughs> like <laughs> we're at high school seniors and like her, she had a kid and her kid had something that she had to do. That oh was more important. She had to go be yeah. a mom. Yeah. So um, her cousin was nice enough to say, you know what? I'll go. Oh, and, and she was, you know, a cute girl. And I was like, yeah, you know, we we'll, we'll just go. We'll have fun. And we went and she was like, well, what are we wearing? Well, I told her what I was wearing. She <laughs> Ah, my God, like, really? I said, yeah, you'll love it. It'll be fun. Like, we'll be, you know, the lives of, of the party. Uh-huh. You know? And, uh, or lives of, of the party. And, uh, yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't work out. And she was like, what the fuck? And, yo, let me tell you about, first of all, even before we got to the prom, right, and got kicked out, um, I wanted to drive. I didn't have a driver's license. No one would let me drive. No one would rent me a car. My grandmother took it upon herself 
to, you know, uh, book a limo for me. She's like, you know, this is your big night. You're going on the prom. I'm getting you a limo. Mm-hmm. I, I know what service I'm going to use and, you know, whatever. She books a limo with this company. Like my grandmother, she's the lady who in her church community is in charge of all the funerals and, you know, like helping families like with the, the arrangements and all that. So she, the service that she uses to get the limo, they mm-hmm. send a, the same limo, not a hearse, but like the family funeral limo. <laughs> so it was like just a long sort of like Lincoln cadillac limo. But instead of being a stretch with like a cool area in the back, they were just rows of seats. It was like <laughs> maybe like four or five rows of seats in there so that the whole family, you know, could ride in the car behind the hearse to the funeral. And I, I didn't want to like hurt her feelings when it came. I didn't want to be like, what the fuck is this? You know, this is not a limousine. This is, this is a glorified hearse. But, you know, so I rode out in that and I think it was like maybe light blue or something crazy. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I rode out in that and with my uniform, that you know, outfit on mm-hmm. and the girl was, you know, she was doing, she was doing my photo, my signature look. She was pensive. Okay. And um, yeah, and we wound up, you know, like we went to have a ball and a ball was not had. <laughs> and then we, and uh, I went and dropped her off and thanked her for her time. <laughs> um, I went and picked up uh, Questlove and we went and got another one of our boys and just rode around in this little <laughs> car you know, yelling at people out the window. Like, it, <laughs> it wound up being a pretty cool night. But, so it was um, like a great night. It, yeah, it wound up pretty, you know, great. I think we got maybe a couple 40s or something. I don't know. It was fun, fun times. Each got in, uh, their own row, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your own row. You can just stretch out, take a nap. You know what <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Okay, okay, wait. So back, I truly loved that. It really gave me a... Uh, such an insight on who I wish was- I, I wish I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. That was a beautiful story. What a happy ending. Okay, wait. So now we're back to the, it's 6:30 p.m. yesterday. You must be hungry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we what are we are you are you eating? What are you doing after you finish the photography shoot? I am eating, but you know I'm on a really weird diet right now. You what know, is that? Really, um, it's like only ancient grains, like mm-hmm. teff and amaranth and uh-huh. buckwheat and uh, uh, bulgur and quinoa and brown or black rice. You know, so those are the grains I can eat, and it should be you know my plate should look like. Uh, uh, 40% grain, 30% percent slow cooked protein, and 30% uh, vegetables. No raw vegetables. Um, the only protein I can eat is chicken, quail, um, and, you know, uh, maybe a piece of fish once or twice a week, but it has to be uh you know like i'm really pressing pressing it if i'm if i'm eating fish because there's mercury in my system there's yeast there's all sorts of things going on with my body you know like oh. i have like diagnostic so this is the way to sort of you know from the inside out you know yeah. just sort of start from scratch and it's the worst season to be doing that because you know i want to eat everything but yeah. i can't i can't i can't eat any fruit i can't drink anything but water 
I can't, uh, you know, eat any baked goods or any dairy or Whoa. anything fried or anything that was cooked where the oil sizzles or, you know, any of that stuff, anything good, essentially. So, um, you know, but, I mean, I could, but it would negate you know, the six weeks or so that I've already been doing this. So, is this a long-term thing or is this like a short-term cleanse? It's, a, it's, it's not a cleanse as much as it's a, a rebooting. And, oh. um, you know, after this reboot, like it was supposed to be four weeks. Um, and then on the fifth week, I would test again and then, you know, start another sort of phase. Yeah. But uh, um, I, I couldn't test this weekend because I had the whole Vanity Fair thing and then I had this as well. So um, I'm probably going to test midweek and then my diet will change. Like I, I might be able to incorporate um, some blueberry, blueberries or uh, oh. uh, pomegranate, you know, once or twice a week. Um, uh, unsweetened cranberry juice, stuff like that, you know, but it's, uh, it's, it's an everyday struggle. Wow. And, um, you know, even like more so today, because today, um, they just left my, uh, my, my wife, um, had her parents come over mm-hmm. and, and, and one of her cousins, actually two of her cousins and then one of her cousins, uh, uh fiance. And, um, I, I, I made them brunch. Cause I'm like, I'm the chef in the house. So I, I made these guys brunch, you know, for, you know, mm-hmm. about seven or eight people, including my wife and kids. And um, yeah, I made uh, crab cakes and uh, miniature Philly cheese steaks. Whoa. And um, I made uh, uh, breakfast sandwiches with like turkey bacon and eggs and cheese on brioche. And um, I made a Capri salad, a fruit salad. Um, you know, there were cupcakes and pie. I didn't make the, I didn't make the cupcakes and the pie, but there were blueberry pie. You oh know. my god! You really went all out. It was you know there were mimosas and the whole shit, and I couldn't partake of any of it. <laughs> what I did you, didn't eat what? any of. It, you, know? you didn't eat that whole. You didn't eat any. I, I didn't eat. I didn't. I didn't eat until you know maybe you know thirty forty minutes ago after it at all. Everyone had eaten. Um, and I had, uh, I warmed up some food from last night, which was, uh, it was, uh, bulgur and, um, and quinoa mixed together. And I had that with a little red cabbage and, uh, a little small piece of salmon. So that's all I, that's all I've eaten today, but there's coffee. I love coffee. They brought, uh, some of my, my wife's cousins stopped at a farm and picked up apple cider donuts and you know just everything just you know not even decadent but just what i deserve to have had today and i didn't have any of it so i'm really you know i'm proud of myself just having a little being able to exercise that sort of self-control and discipline you know that's a lot of discipline yeah speaking of discipline another thing i did before i made brunch Mm -hmm. this morning well, first I had to go to Whole Foods to get it. So I had on, you just saw me with my Black Panther uh, mm-hmm. helmet on. But when I go shopping, I put on the full regalia. Like what? So, like a, a suit, like a Black Panther uniform. <laughs> I call it more, it's a uniform, not a costume. So I wore that to Whole Foods. You wore, the, uh, wait, wait, you wear the whole Black Panther outfit? Yeah, I think it's less off, a little bit less off-putting than like, the hazmat suit, which is what I was wearing in March or April. You know, I feel like I walk in with a hazmat suit on and people feel like, you know, Whole Foods is Chernobyl. <laughs> you know, but if I come in with a Black Panther uniform on, people just feel like this guy is batshit crazy. And 
I think he deserves to have his own aisle. I'm going to give him more than eight feet, you know? So it works out for me. But before I went to Whole Foods, I uh, I got up today. I jumped on a trampoline. We have like a huge trampoline that I got for my kids, mm-hmm. which is, okay, this is another story. Let me tell you a funny okay. story. So I don't even know that this is that funny as much as it's just about your kids being spoiled as shit. Uh, my daughter has always wanted a trampoline. Uh, and by default, my son has always wanted one. Uh, we buy this house. Our next door neighbors have a trampoline that my kids go next door to use all the time. And I feel like I hate that they have to go next door to jump on the trampoline. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, they If they have guests, like if my son, one of his cousins comes over, he's like, you want to go next door and see my neighbor's trampoline? <laughs> I felt bad. So once we were sort of quarantined, I was like, ah, you know, I need to get them their own trampoline so they don't have to go next door because of COVID. So um, I get them a trampoline. At Costco? And, yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they got a, so, they got big ones there. Oh, you said, did I get it from Costco? Yeah. No, I should have. I should have. Oh. I got this trampoline from, like, you know, the trampoline specialist, like a military grade, <laughs> like thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? I should have just got a good old Costco one. Mine looks like a, a UFC ring. <laughs> You know what I mean? With the mesh net going around it, and it looks like, yeah, like, you know, just everything is uh, is regulation and, you know, that whole deal. So I get that, and I, I decided to build my son um, a jungle gym, you know, because what? he spent a lot of time alone. It's like I want him to have fun in the house, and we have space in the yard, so mm-hmm. I built him a jungle gym. It's like a climbing thing so he could, you know, work on sort of his – you know, his 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 hand-eye coordination mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you sort of hone some of those skills. It's a sliding board. There's a little area at, at the top where he could play pirate and hoist the bucket up there. And oh. there's a couple swings on it. Like, it, there, there are no monkey bars, but it has everything else. Yeah. And, um, you know, they he plays on the swing, on you know, on the jungle gym for like a week. The first time it rains, he comes out and it's like, obviously – some leaves have fallen, some rain has dried on the slide. And he's like, oh, uh, I mean, it's, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, wipe the shit off and you use it again. Like it's a, who has a playground at their house? And you know, it's, it's like pulling teeth now to get him to use the playground. So these hawks who live in my backyard oh. have like taken up shop now. Now they just post up all day on the jungle gym. So it's like, they've literally taken over the jungle gym. And my daughter, she doesn't want to use the, the you know, she doesn't want to use the uh, uh, trampoline because leaves fall on it and bits of branch. And we have a huge leaf blower that'll blow all that stuff off. All you have to do is the shed is directly across, maybe four feet away from the bouncy thing. You go, you open the shed door, you get the leaf blower, you give it a once over with the leaf blower, and then you get in there and you can fight. But... <laughs> She doesn't jump on the trampoline anymore. So I wanted to use it, you know, just to stay in shape. So mm-hmm. I looked up, you know, the benefits of what they call rebounding, which is just trampoline play for adults. Oh, okay. You know, and it supposedly is good for your lymphatic system. It's, it strengthens your bones and your joints. And, it's good. Um, you know, it's good for everything. It's a full body workout. And they say if you can do this for 20 minutes, it's equivalent to, you know, having run for an hour. What? So, 
I'm trying to get up every morning and go and jump on the trampoline. But it's not easy. Like, you know, to just jump, I turn a podcast on, I put the phone in my pocket, I'm jumping. You know, eight minutes in, I feel like I've done it for 30 minutes already. So it's it's taking some working up to, to get to 15 minutes and then 20 minutes. I haven't made it to 20 minutes yet on the trampoline. You know, and um, so I got up this morning, I did that. Uh-huh. It, you know, I just pulled eight minutes out because eight minutes is the length of time I did this morning. <laughs> eight minutes of, of rebounding, and then I decided to get on my bike. And I got on my bike. Um, oh. You know, I got on my bike because I'm trying to prepare for a new bike. Like, I, there's a bike that I have that I purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a decent bike. You know, like it's it has all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a guy who is a bike maker on Instagram who has made me a bike, a custom bike that like has name on it. And you know, every specification is like made to my, out of my mind, this bike, you know, I begat this bike. Uh So, um, you know, he's going to deliver it to me this week. So I'm sort of trying to prepare for that bike, which is like the one. So I'm, you know, riding my, my other bike. That's, you know, it's, it's decent. I'm riding that bike more. So I got out there on my bike and I don't know who coined the phrase, who came up with the phrase, like, it's like riding a bike uh-huh. to, to apply to shit that is so easy that you'll never forget how to do it. Uh-huh. Because riding a bike is not like riding a bike. Like <laughs> riding a bike essentially should be like the thing that's like riding a bike, right? Uh-huh. You'd be like, oh, I haven't ridden a bike in 25 years, but yeah. it's, it's like riding a bike. So I could hop on it and just ride. No, bikes don't work that way. And had I known that, I would have never stopped riding a bike. But now it's like I'm starting from scratch, riding on this bike, and I can't go uphill even like remotely. If it's, I can't go up any sort of incline, which I don't remember that being the case when I rode a bike as a kid. Like I, I used, I was a bike messenger at one point. Whoa! And I mean, I only did it for a couple of days because that, that's a bit much. <laughs> much, and that was in the days of beepers, and they wouldn't stop beeping me. Like I would have to call back and find out where I had to take the next thing and go pick this up. And I'm like, what do I look like? You're your gopher? Oh, wait, I guess I am your gopher. <laughs> but I only did that for a couple of days. But so um, I tried to ride my bike this morning before I went to Whole Foods. And it is just a disgrace, man. I just cannot go up any sort of hill whatsoever. I rode a good couple of miles away. But whenever there was even a remote incline, I would have to get off and walk my bike up the hill. Just because I feel like traffic is coming, like I'm riding, the bike is swerving from side to side. I can't even keep it straight going up a hill. You know, so it's just, just I'm, I'm a work in progress. I say all that to say, I'm a work in progress. You're doing so much good stuff. You know, quarantine has not been good. It's been good for me uh, on a creative level, but it has not been good for my body. And just like the sitting idle for a hundred and some odd days, yeah. it, it just didn't work out. So, but now, now that you're going back to the city, I mean, you don't live in Manhattan, right? So you're going back to Manhattan for the job, right? Yes. Yeah. For the, you can say, can we say the job? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going into Manhattan for tonight's show, you know, every, every day now. And I take a COVID test, um, three, we're there four days a week. I have to test, take a test three days a week. Whoa. So I take three COVID tests a week. Two are for the, two are the same sort of test. One is a different test. What does the nurse Teresa give it to you? No, we have to go up to the, here's what happens. You're only allowed to enter now on 49th street and everyone has to come in through that entrance, you know, Jimmy included. 
um, they take your temperature immediately. Like they scan you. It looks like they're shooting you in your forehead, but it's taking your temperature. And it's, you know, they're behind a glass sort of booth. Whoa. And they take your temperature. If your temperature is normal, then you can go into the elevator banks. But you have to go straight up to the doctor's office and it's by appointment only. So you go up there at the time of your appointment and the doctor's office is locked. You ring the bell. They, you know, come to see who you are. They let you in. But to get in, they have to take your temperature again. They take your temperature. You take off whatever face covering you wore to work. They give you a freshie. You have to, you know, sanitize your hands like, you know, medical style, like up to the, (laughs) you know, like up to the elbow. Yeah. Um, And then you go into a room um, and you're, you know, it's like a hospital room and you're given a COVID test. The Both nostrils, they swab. And uh, then you wait, you wait there 20 minutes until your test comes back negative, at which time you're allowed to go to the floor that you work on. You know, so this is this is is every day. This is Monday. Well, it it has been Monday through Thursday, but now we only have to do that test on Monday and Thursday. And then on Wednesday, there's a there's a test that we're able to give ourselves that they showed us how to do ourselves that is um, 99 to 100% accurate. And those results go straight to, they upload to an app that you can check on your phone. I also had a doctor's appointment last week where I had to get blood work. So they did an antibodies test. So I've actually had a COVID test every day last week. And um, so yeah, so far so good. But like I said, I might walk in there tomorrow and they're like, "Uh -uh, today's not the day. And then it'll just shut shit down. Like if I wind up, you know, like slipping through the cracks, then the whole building will be, oh my you know, gosh. probably shut back down again. So it's, you know, it's in everyone's best interest to be open and transparent. And if you're someone at home has it, or if you've been exposed to someone who has it, then you just got to keep it, you know, 100. Whoa. Okay. Sorry. We. I'm sorry to take you down that path. That was fascinating though. But so... I think we got filled in mostly about what happened today, but there is a big gap between, so I'm assuming for dinner you had the mix of the bulgur and the quinoa. Yeah, bur- but bulgur, then- quinoa, and I had for dinner the same thing I had for, for <laughs> brunch just now. Salmon, bulgur, quinoa mix, which is good because I made it with chicken broth, so it, was, it wasn't bland. Yeah. And, um, and the red cabbage. But then what happens after dinner? After dinner, I immediately go to sleep. Last night, <laughs> I, I do, like, because I get up, like, super early in the morning so I can try and, like, work. I try and write. I, you know, I have trampolining to do. I got to get on my bike. I got to suit up and go to Whole Foods. It's a lot of stuff that I have to do in the morning. So I like to be up as early as possible, like, before the house is up. Because if I get up once my kids are up, they see me going to the trampoline. They think it's a fucking game. It's like, oh, this is not your toy anymore. Like, this is some hardcore exercise equipment. I'm going to get it in. Like, you can't come. We're not going to play trampoline. I'm going to jump for, you know, 20 or at least eight minutes straight on this shit. Like, you know, so I try and get up before that becomes an issue. So, yeah, um, after dinner, you know, I drink some water. I take, you know, my vitamins that I'm supposed to take at night, supplements and stuff. And then um, I try and watch a movie or whatever, but I wind up falling asleep. Last night I fell asleep on uh, Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, they just rehatched uh, Groundhog Day. 
you know, but, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. You know, I love Sandberg and, you know, it was, it was, it was good. The, the six or seven minutes that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> six or seven minutes. Yeah. I was out. Yeah. I, I have a similar problem where if I, if I watch anything on the couch, then I'm done. It's there's, I go out very quickly. No if I watch anything out. anywhere, I could be on the Peloton. I could be <laughs> treadmill, anything. Like if I watch something after dinner, it's a done bun. So done bun. Okay. So you go to sleep. Does your wife go to sleep really early too? Or she have normal, more normal hours? She, you know, a little more normal hours than I, but she she never gets up as early as I do. So she goes to bed a little bit later. If we're watching something, you know, sometimes she'll stay up a little longer. She stayed up a little longer last night. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, you know, she doesn't get up until a little later than I. But the last time I, uh, we talked about this, you said you got up at 3 in the morning. Yeah, well, you know, if we're talking times, yeah, you know, between 3 and 5, it's like, you know, is the time I get up. I like to get up now. You may be like 445 because I, I'll i brush my teeth. I'll do some stuff in the kitchen. There's like some, you know, there's some uh, uh, probiotic sort of stuff that I have to take before, mm -hmm. you know, and then wait 30 minutes then take another one. And then 30 minutes after that, I can start eating. So that takes time. <laughs> and, um, and then I come over to where I am right now, which is my office. But it's a, a separate structure. It's like this is above the garage. So it's, you know, kind of like a, what some people call a carriage house or uh -huh. something like that. So, you know, since we got those hawks out there and God knows <laughs> what else, I'm, you know, I'd like to wait until the sun comes up before <laughs> I have to walk over here, you know, to this place. So, you know, even if I get up before sunrise, I try and chill a little bit until at least, <laughs> you know, the break of dawn. <laughs> Crazy, you got hawks living out there. Do you don't you don't have any dogs, do you? No, no dogs. But um, you know, there I've seen foxes out here. Um, once I saw not a rabbit, but a fox with mange. Oh, so that geez. was crazy scary. And he was not. They're supposed to be afraid of humans. He was not. <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, I've seen. You know, I've used to see lots of rabbits, lots of chipmunks, squirrels. Um, there are koi fish. We have a little pond with koi fish. Um, I saw some ducks in the pond not too long ago. And my kids have seen geese out there. But you know what? Since the hawks have been out there, <laughs> I don't see shit. It's like everything is like there. It's a feeding frenzy. Like this is just like a buffet for them. So, you know, it's the circle of life, man. That's how the gang goes. Oh, what I, this is what I didn't tell you what? about the whole jungle gym thing. This is the funny part. Okay. So, okay, so I did the jungle gym. The kids, you know, liked it for about a week or whatever. During the time that I had the jungle gym, my next door neighbor, who's also a builder, who's also the person I built this house, I mean, I bought this house from, mm. he sold me this house and built a newer, bigger, better version of it directly next door. Mm. Um. He decides, you know, he has two kids that are my son's age. My son's about to be five in a couple of weeks. His kids are three and six. And he decides to build them a fucking tree house. Like, not like, you know, a dentist to menace sort of tree, like a straight up, like a miniature version of the house that they live in. And it's right on the other side of just like a wooden fence away from my trampoline. So it's like, I'm on my little bullshit trampoline now. And there's an actual, these kids have a fucking high rise condo right here over the fence. 
So and now it's like, you know, and they're they're kids. So my son is like, when do I get to go play with my neighbors? I'm like, look, man, like this is not it's you're not going to be able like you have to keep eight feet. You have to wear masks. You're not going to be able to play in their treehouse like that. He's like, wow. And they came to build our uh, our jungle gym. They it was one day. It was a one day build. These guys have been over there working on that treehouse for two weeks. It's crazy. You know, so I mean, I don't want my kids, you know, looking over there with over the fence with fortune in their eyes, all <laughs> envious. So, I mean, I know it's wrong. You shouldn't just give your kids, like, they need to understand that there's some things in life that they just can't have mm-hmm. because you just can't have everything. But I, I want my son to have a fucking treehouse. <laughs> okay. You know, so I'm looking into it. I had the guy, you know, sketch it out for me, and he said he, he came over and gave me an estimate. And, you know, the estimate that he thought was going to be you know, maybe beyond budget or whatever, or not what I was thinking. I said, you know, that's that's doable. And then he went to like crunch the numbers and to sketch it out. And he sent me a sketch, and it was for twice the amount that he gave me the estimate. And I was like, what? What is this? And he said, well, you know, when I built the one for the kids, I just built it. I didn't, you know, I didn't work. Basically, like money was no object. So, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come in, you know, this high. And now he's sending me other options, you know, like, oh, maybe we can build one with, you know, that's just open, like an open uh, layout. I'm like, I don't want an open design treehouse for my kids. Like, so he has no shelter and you have a roof and all this walls and windows and shit. Like when it rains, I want him to be able to use it year round. So we're trying to find some happy medium now because, I mean, like, how you gonna give me an estimate for ten dollars and then say oh that'll be twenty dollars my bad you know what i'm saying uh-huh. so i'm just dealing with that whole thing um yeah the, again these are first world problems hey. you know I, mean? I, I wouldn't even call it problems but this is just this is honestly this is my life and this is what you know this is the last 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> but if he's if he's essentially like you know he's like setting the bar higher and higher do you think that he's doing this just to get so that you you know meet him every step I mean, he, he, he may be, he may be, you know, because there's also some work that I have to get done on my house right now, you know, which I shouldn't because I've only, I bought this house a year ago, mm-hmm. but there are two huge columns that are sort of, they're structural. They, you know, hold the whole place together that um, are rotted out, Uh-oh. you know, they're rotted out and, you know, there's ants in there and, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's problematic. So if I don't get it fixed by, you know, you know how they say on Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Yeah. Like when the winter weather will be, you know, I'll be fucked pretty much. So I have to um, get this work done, and you know, you do that, then you have to paint the house. So it's I have like I have essentially about a fifty thousand dollar job that's about to start as soon as the supplies mm-hmm. arrive, and um, this is just another thing. That I'm like, while you're at it, we might as well just build, uh, you know, the miniature version of this house <laughs> for my five-year-old son, so he could, you know, turn his nose up at it in two or three weeks. Dad, <laughs> you know I mean? um, their house next door has an elevator. Whoa! It doesn't, but oh. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Like, who knows, man? The uh, I remember uh, a girl I knew had a treehouse growing up, and. Uh, we only went up there once. And you know, what, you know what's the really popular thing in, in her house is the tire swing. Put a tire on a rope. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I was I was think I was looking into tire swing. I was thinking tire swing, sure. but I feel like that's old school, man. Yeah. I feel like I, I got a fuck. I got a swing swing, and there's more than one type of swing attached to this, you know, contraption. And still was, you know, didn't. My son is trying to convince me now that he don't. He's like, I didn't want a jungle gym. I never asked. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Tariq. Like, you really, you you begged for it. Like you said, you wanted you. You know, you said it would be so great if you had your own sort of thing. You know, but whatever. Kids, kids can't be. They're they can't be trusted. Yeah, no. I mean, everyone. Everyone knows that. I say. I, I told my mom. I said, I'll take. I take care of a gerbil. I'll take care yeah. of a gerbil. And uh, you know that gerbil got. He got glaucoma. Yeah, it's crazy, man. My <laughs> daughter for her seventh birthday, they begged me for a dog, and I'm not a dog person. And I went and got a dog. The dog's name was Newman. Cool dog, you know. Was a a, a little, uh, you know, a little mini, mini uh, Yorkie. Oh boy. And, and I bring Newman home, and um, yeah, you know, my daughter, she loved him. She said she was gonna walk him, take care of him, do all of the the stuff. And she didn't do any of it. Uh-oh. And you know, to even get Newman up to sort of fighting weight, I mean, he was, Newman wasn't cheap. And then I had to. There was like vet visits, and he had worms, and like we had to do. It was he had to go through all of this rehab and treatments and shit, and then like to get him right you know, cost almost as much as it cost just to bring him home. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah, my daughter, you know, just neglected him and he just pissed and shit all over the house. And, uh, you know, I'm, that's why I'm not a dog person because, you know, you poop all over the place. It's problematic for me. So we wound up giving Newman to her classmate who, uh, you know, really loved the dog and who mm. would really do all of the stuff that she promised to do but didn't. And you know now Newman is happy. You know oh. they they want that they've actually moved. They moved to to Georgia, and you know he lives in a big. I think Newman has his own treehouse <laughs> down there in in Georgia. So it's all good. Oh Newman, yeah man. Well, okay. So so basically, I'm I'm getting the sense that you you got this like very healthy lifestyle, pretty active, no. healthy lifestyle. No, I should have an active, healthy lifestyle. I have. <laughs> in you know in the past but in recent years not so much and i was on the right path though back to health and fitness you know before covid and just over the past you know since march my hope my life is just my you know health wise i've fallen to pieces because i was scheduled to like i've written and composed in the range and and am starring in i'm not the star but i i don't have the lead role but i'm you know probably the second lead in uh, a bro, a soon to be Broadway musical, and we were going to be opening in September. So I was, you know, ramping up to be ready to do, you know, six shows a week. Um, no, well, eight eight shows a week. You know, um, doing this play, and uh, you know, I had to be fit, and I was you know, well on my way on March twelfth, and we were we were mid workshop, just getting one last workshop in and getting ready to do it, and. Um, you know, finalizing like these last couple songs and some choreography, choreography, some choreography. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, the director walked in and said, oh, hold that thought. Uh, you know, Broadway is shut down March 12th. I remember like it was yesterday. And then, you know, since then it was all downhill. I stayed on my program for like two or three weeks, but you know, when all the news is saying it's doom and gloom and, oh, you know, we 
look, we're telling you two more weeks, the world is really going to be over. I'm like, yo, do I want to die? Like having not tasted another fucking jelly donut? It's like, yo, so I just started going ham. I thought it was going to be the end of the world. And then the world didn't end. And now I'm like, oh my God, like what? I got to go back to work and be on TV every day. This is ridiculous. So like I was cool with the Zooms, like the Zoom version of tonight's show because you're just a, a talking head, you know what I mean? Like, I would be, you know, butt naked from, like, I would just put on a T-shirt and just be naked from the waist down, and that, that was fine. But now I got to put on clothes. They have to fit. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Okay. So I will, I'm sorry to take up any more of your time, but I do want to just ask you, if you could tell me, like, one thing that you would recommend other people do with their days that you have done personally. Um, one, one thing that I recommend other people do is to get up early. You don't have to get up as early as I do, you know, because I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's, it doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. <laughs> now, the, the hour at which I rise, but I can't stop doing it. Um, but yeah, you should try and get up, you know, early just to get an advantage on the day. You know, whether you're going to do, you know, something... Uh, to prepare, to make your day. You know, sometimes it could be in preparation so that your day will go more smoothly. If you got stuff you have to do for your kids, you know, uh, cooking or laundry, or if you have to take lunch, your own lunch to work or school, you can get that out of the way. You have time to meditate and think and reflect and just, you know, pause. Um, you know, a wise man uh, said that, you know, it is in the pause that, you know, we hear the call. You know what I mean? So just, you know, the call uh, in life, like the call to your purpose, your higher purpose uh, as a human, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you need to just sort of stop and listen and listen to your mind and your body into the universe. So it was good to do that in the morning because once the day gets going, especially if you have kids, then, you know, it's it, it goes from sugar to shit. <laughs> you know? so, I would recommend everyone get up early. And, you know, I'm not that guy who's like, you better get up early, you know, but I mean, you really, it would behoove you to. So there's that, you know. I love that. That's great advice. I love that so much. But in, if you don't get up early, uh -huh. you know, it's almost just as good to take a nap, take a break, find a time during the middle of the day even just to get like a quick 20 minutes in, 30 minutes, or even if it's just like a 15 minute meditation or something, all of that stuff really helps, man. And it'll, you know, people don't just, there aren't so many, uh, you know, uh, transcendental and, 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 you know, just med meditation, yogi, guru, fanatics running around, you know, for nothing. Like it really, this stuff really works. That, I, that's wonderful. That's wonderful advice. That's, I think that's great. Why do I feel like you're, you're like, it's like a side jab at my advice. Like, no, oh. I truly love it. I keep thinking about like, why, why do I feel so crazy? But I don't do any of the stuff you just listed. And I think maybe that would be good. Yeah. If you, any of it would, you know, but all of it works or I mean, you know, worst case, you got to maybe do some rebounding, man. Trampoline. <laughs> Get on that trampoline. Hey, what's up, man? We'll go around the other side of the desk. You want to say hi? This is this is Tariq. This is a jungle gym in the flesh here. Wow. Hi. Hi. Do you like your jungle gym? You like your jungle gym, Tariq? Oh, he's putting on the Black Panther mask. Great. 
Great. Bye, Tariq. Well, okay. Bye, bye. Hello, Black Panther. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. All right. Later on, you can take that take that uh, mask back in and put it with my uniform. <laughs> I just wanted my friend to see it. All right. It's so good talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. I know. Thank you, Joe. I miss you so much. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.